Yo, what's this really small podcast? We're back. It's Monday the 23rd of March 2016. Hello, Lauren. Hello, Look, I can't wipe the smile off my face. It it's good to be BIT. So nice to have you, BIT. Well, look... You um, don't get sick. We just finished explaining this to the listener and then you got so sick that you had to take a whole week off. And yeah. do you know what um, the jackpot showed me? He said, um, it looks like a whole bunch of people have just discovered the Stupidly Small podcast, just downloaded, just signed up and they've got a week of... Well, that's why we should have an email thing. I'm sorry about that. Hello. Uh, new listeners. New listeners. Hello, old favourites. And hello, Stu Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. And just to explain, yes. uh, last weekend I had a music festival of which I had to uh, be a part of. Your Honour. Uh, yes, well... <laughs> It's not the first time I've had to actually stand up in front of someone that has more legal uh, uh, knowledge than I have and explain myself. Now, <laughs> I did this and I, I, I sat there and I, I went to the festival. I worked, mind you. Oh, very. You did work. Very soberly, I imagine. Well, look, I worked in an official capacity. <laughs> yes. And then I worked in a, a very official capacity of destroying my uh, immune system, <laughs> at which I succeeded. If there's one thing in life I can do, it's knock myself around a little bit. And then... We, we weren't supposed to do the uh, podcast last Monday and Tuesday. Listeners knew that. Yeah. Come Tuesday uh, evening, I, I had to let you know, Lauren Clark, that <laughs> I was a shell. I, uh, <laughs> a, a, a large shell. I, I was like the, the big lobster that uh, had fallen off the that, side of the boat and the couldn't. meat had vacated it. But I was still <laughs> a large meatless shell. And... Lauren, oh, uh, we made the call. Yeah. We made the call that uh, the the podcast would take a full week off, which is something we have not done in two years. And it was it felt like I had cut a limb off. Uh, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? Was it was weird, and because a lot of our listeners uh, aren't uh, in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter yeah. or uh, your email. Um, list that you don't send emails to yeah <laughs> it was weird because we were we were getting a lot of feedback saying where's this podcast what's going I on know. and i must it is all my fault i was sick as a dog even though i went to a gig on the wednesday night in between you but, did but like I'm weekend of bernie style like dragged along you said to me i was getting i was in fact dragged along in the back of a tram by my neck but I got there. Seriously. Um, you, was it the arts festival? Because it sounds like that could get some funding. <laughs> um, Potential. I... Of the drugs I was on, and by the medicinal drugs, yes. not the festival, yeah, right. which there was none of that. It was it's all beer and wine and, mm-hmm. and jolly laughs. But the, <laughs> the stuff I had to get over the festival yeah. made me think of a lot of uh, uh, essential... Essentially, a lot of ideas that we can come up for next year's Fringe Festival anyway. Right, mm. I see. Or this year's. Codrill's uh, good for the thinking juice, is it? Codrill and whiskey. Right. Oh, I still good. stand by it. I've stood by it my whole life. You and, have I stand by. and add in a spicy Asian soup. Oh, really? Hello to my <laughs> spicy Asian friends out there who provide the best soups, I think, in the medicinal world. <laughs> in the medicinal soup world. Hmm. So you would so go, sorry, but you would go and uh, a spicy Asian soup v the old. Chicken soup for sickness. <sighs> what am I? Of course, chopped liver. Really? Is, because is the old uh, saying when it came to. And it, I have a good friend, Leaping Lariel, who would say, "What am I? Chopped liver?" And he would say, "The uh, the chicken soup, the chicken noodle soup, was the Jewish medicine, right? The Jewish penicillin, in yes. fact, I think he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, I think it, the, the Jewish penicillin yeah. has been usurped 
by the uh, Vietnamese uh, special sauce. <laughs> Is that right? Well, that sounds a bit dodgy than it should. <laughs> but the an Asian soup, I think the broth may be better than our uh, Jewish friends provide. May I say? What? You've come back firing. Oh, ready to rock. I'm <laughs> so excited. You are. You're yeah. like a little boy at Christmas Day. It's good to be back. And you're, you know, you're here There's and uh, every, all the family and uh, so our much. staff. Are, they're, uh, all, they're all revitalised. The office has obviously been going it's buzzing. gangbusters without us. Well, well, I don't know what they've been doing. Cause the Plotting to... Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't see them. They, they were allowed to upload a podcast, but they weren't <laughs> able to because no. this is an acquired skill. Oh, yeah. Oh, an acquired skill, yes. <laughs> you know what? It is. <laughs> it's acquired, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, well, yes. So I have like lists of things to tell you and talk about. Uh-huh. I don't even list? know where to begin. I don't know what ha- time. So much well, time has passed because we see each other every single day. Not for a week, though. Whenever that's it. Have you, a week? Week? you look like Pat Benatar. Who's Pat Benatar and that doesn't sound like a compliment? She sang a song uh, back in the old-fashioned days called All Fired Up, I think, and uh, punched my head against a wall <laughs> or, or smashed my head against a wall. Like she had a song that was very uh, – like it's a feminist anthem uh-huh. where she used to like smash into smash stuff. Smash my head against a wall. No, but she'd do it herself. Like she had a song about <laughs> – Running into stuff. She's or... a masochist, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, seriously, she w- she wanted to run into a tractor. It, she, it was huh? it was a crazy song. Pat your, look it up. Your analysis of cultural. Well, I'm cultural a bit of a, I'm, I still been called up by ABC Twenty Four. I so, so strange. I dream of being on. Uh, you know that James Valentine, who was hmm. he much like uh, in in the biblical times he. The owner of the ABC, which was uh, James Curtin or John Curtin or whoever started Australia, um, <laughs> picked up James Valentine <laughs> from a river, right? Yeah. Like as a baby. He was abandoned. Abandoned. He was abandoned by a Murdoch, I'm sure. Right. And he was floating in this river. <laughs> and this Curtin picked him up and said, my son, my son, I will take care of you, my son. And forevermore, he has grown up within the ABC. <laughs> and never left. Well, he never left because that is all he's ever known. That's it. <laughs> and that's James Valentine. Right. So I was watching uh, the James Valentine show, <laughs> Mark 4024. Right. You know, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. from cooking shows yeah. to art shows. He's now Mr. Arts. And <laughs> yeah. he's got a show there where he, he buys a pint for people. And oh, I've never seen the really? guy drink more than half a sip. Of oh. bi- and I think he vomited <laughs> once when he had – he was like Tony Abbott. Remember when Tony Abbott bought it? Hello, lads, let's have a beer on the campaign trial. And I go, go on, Tony. And he, he tried to drink the beer. Oh. It was like the beer was jumping out of his mouth oh. as he was trying to drink it. It was like spitting back onto the people in front of him. Anyway. Right. Where do we get on to James Valentine? How um, I don't know, but you were going to tell me what? Oh, you just I remembered? Well, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> but we were speaking about uh, right. chicken noodle soup. Chicken, yes. We were speaking about Vietnamese soup. <laughs> yes. And can I just say, being sick, yes. I think I found, maybe for our listeners, mm. another one that is it, not necessarily medicinal, and uh, you, you'll agree with this, I know you'll agree, because we've spoken about it before, mm. bolognese. Oh. Now, Lauren no, Clark. But every time I get sick, I have bolognese. I think any time you get hungry, any time you get tired, yeah. any time you get uh, <laughs> no, I was saying, happy. I was singing the praises of the bolognese last week and mm. saying, this is... I think my all-time favourite meal. Yeah, but you're not... The, no, no, no. Get in line. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. But it's so simple and it's so... And I and as somebody oh, who on. is... But listen, I was such a vegetarian for so long that 
it is amazing that this meal that I wouldn't have touched for so long is mm. now like when when I'm like you say when you're sick when you're tired when things when you're like when you're happy, oh, when you're things are a bit falling apart <laughs> when you're happy when, when you're time poor when, when it's a Tuesday time, yeah. when it's a day that ends in a Y so I just went okay I'm I'm gonna have this. It's the first time, and I've never, ever, ever. That's on toast yesterday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, before I went to the pub, I thought, you know what? A reheat or a yeah. I had a cold. You cook the toast, the warmth. But can I say, Mm. is bolognese? Yes. Spaghetti bolognese. Yes. Well, not spaghetti bolognese. Just meat bolognese. Mm. Is it Lauren Clark? Yeah. In fact. Yeah. The Australian. I mean, it is an Italian uh, knockoff. But we've we've made it our own. Have we just? Yeah. Right now. <laughs> is it? In fact, yeah. like, remember that film Forrest Gump? Yes. With the guy who uh, it knocked his head and he ate chocolates and ran around the streets. <laughs> right? Definitely the plot of that film. I think yeah. that was the byline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Life is like a box of chocolates. Right, yeah. Remember he met his friend with the big uh, bottom end of his face, uh, Bubba. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm. And Bubba used to go on about shrimp. Oh, oh yeah. shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to have shrimp on toast. You have shrimp on your bed. You have yeah, shrimp yeah, on yeah, the yeah, car. Yeah, you yeah. shrimp with your girlfriend. You yeah. shrimp in church. Right? <laughs> Is it not the bolognese the exact same thing for Australians? Are we not Bubba bolognese? Oh, uh, we probably are. We are Bubba bolognese, Lauren Clark. Because if I am making a jaffle or toasted sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Do you have a jaffle iron? I do. You don't have an open fire. How do you cook in your jaffalion? Oh, the old jaffalions. Cute. No, I have the electric jaffalion. I've extended that far. Oh. Anyway, if I am making G-I. a jaffle, yeah. I'm always happy, let's be honest, as long as there's cheese in the house. But mm-hmm. if there is... Do you have a good, a new one or old one? Bolognese. I've got a new one. I like the old Too small. one so much yeah. better. I agree. Sorry, I yeah. enjoyed it. No. <laughs> dis- I just thought if you had the an old one. The disappointment on your face. Yeah, no. no, the Beachside Mansion has an old one. So the toasted sandwich yeah. down at the Beachside Mansion, always. Where we're going to do a live Fantastic. broadcast with yeah. our listeners. That's it. You, um, and when you, when you go there you, for the live broadcast, mm-hmm. you realise, I think there are a few, there are a few, Things that were made better when they were first made, and the Jaffalion is one of them. Mm. Like it's it's robust. They, they so the washing machine. Oh really? Oh, uh, because you can't pull apart the Bosch now and turn it into a fireplace. I'm sure it's <laughs> right. a lot more energy efficient and uh, a lot more water. But post, uh, you know, post death of a Bosch. Oh hey, you know how after my Bosch experience and those things, I decided I was going to start being uh, nicer. Nicer? Well, not nicer. I was going to start right. Like, if somebody did something nice, I would write a thank you letter. But how long that last? And I was still still happening. Still happening. Once a week, I think you called. So, to the point. Well, I did not. I didn't. I said, I'm going to start counteracting it. If somebody does something nice, I'm going to, I'm still going to call out the bad stuff and write mm. complaint letters if my Bosch breaks. But nothing <laughs> like if my Bosch breaks. <laughs> it's a Bush ballad. Um, <laughs> but For the new millennium. The other day, my phone broke. It actually, do you know what? If this feels like a year ago, but I haven't seen you it's since. It's harder for you to scream at people if your phone breaks because you've got no uh, contact. Smashed into so many thousands of pieces. I couldn't 
I'm sorry. Scroll. You were ang- you were so angry when I called you to say it was the the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I threw the you phone. Threw it. No, no, no. Uh, I actually figured out a way. Well, mm. the jackpot figured out a way that I could use the most broken phone in the world by getting one of those like digital pencils, and like using it through the broken bits and stuff. But it was like so untenable. Sounds like a game. It was a bit like a game. So, but I ring up Apple, right? And that's who made the phone for You've me. You've got Apple's phone number. I do. Rang them up and Apple, I said, "Apple, it's me." Apple, it's me. You've been <laughs> waiting for this contact. No, I said, "Rang them up, couldn't get a phone call. They wouldn't even. It couldn't even answer the phone." I so I knew it's an Apple. It has no arm. So I knew. <laughs> so I knew that I couldn't. I also knew that because I went online, there were no appointments. Hmm. So I just went there. I know, outrageous. Okay. I just went. To, you know, the middle of, it was Doncaster. I went to Doncaster and I went, hi, here's my story, sad story, phone broke, blah, blah. I'm expecting blah, 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 like them to say, you're going to have to buy me, you're going to have to buy a new phone. It was the most broken phone. It was broken on the front, it was broken on the sides and it was broken on the back. I was furious with you, Stu. You told me you would never take a day off. Anyway. I know. So the listeners will let me know that as well. The, uh, they did. The listeners were actually, you know, were very way, supportive. Uh, I would enjoy this podcast a lot more if it wasn't for the listeners. Why have you been taking it a little bit personally that they've been well, pointing out a few inconsistencies in your <laughs> in your arguments? They're very long memories. <laughs> they do, don't you they? You just think you say something worst, and then it's out in the ether and then you go, go on with the next extravagant uh, claim. <laughs> but no, they 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 pull you up. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you, so you're in Doncaster. So I went to Doncaster. Said to the guy, oh, you know, this has happened. He goes, okay, um, I don't think I can do much about this. This is going to cost you like $600. Hmm. And I was like, great, fantastic. That's really good. But I didn't do any – I just went, cool, all right, fine. He goes, hang on a minute. And he said my favourite words, let me see what I can do. Then he goes out the back and he comes back and he goes, 100 bucks. It was actually 160, 160 bucks. What did you have to do? Well, <laughs> no, no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I have not sent yet, but I have written mm-hmm. the best thank you letter to that guy and to his manager, who was the guy that he had to go and ask out the back. Actually, I think it was a girl, who, a woman who he had to go and ask out the back. So exciting. Can I just ask? Yes. So had you have arced up and said, $600, you know, I've got fully comprehensive insurance and my husband loves Apple and... All we've ever right. done was pray at the altar of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you help me? <laughs> he would have stuck with a $600 story. I don't know, but all I do know is that he, I was just a human being to him. Like I wasn't like trying to. And they're not used to seeing human beings in that store. I don't think they are. I'm not kidding. I Real think bikes. that there were a lot of people around. Mind you, do you know what was happening in the corner? <laughs> I don't a, want to know. <laughs> a it's class, an Apple store. That's pretty. A baby boomer class. You know how they have those classes at Apple where it's like, and here's how you scroll oh. down. <laughs> and I watched the guy doing the class and it was so Did adorable. you see me? I was there. But I was like the young guy. <laughs> you would you would have been the young buck. In Check this. it out, guys. I've got a bit of an uh, iPod. I know how to scroll down <laughs> already. Synced, yeah, just synced my iPod. Can I go to the next class? These guys are jerks. <laughs> anyway. I Did have you to, get your phone? Yeah, got a brand new phone. They went out bucks. the back, got me, got me a brand new phone, hundred sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. I was rolling it, thingoing it down. But um, but How no, does one get out the back of an Apple shop. 
Why no, do you they, have to do they went out the back. See, this is the whole thing, Lauren Clark. Mm. Is it all about just having to be... Uh, Charming. Charming, eye-batting, attractive I female? I did not eye-bat. Look, you, look, you're known for your eye-batting. Stuart. Oh, stop it. I, I do find oh, that... Okay, I, no, you're dead right. You no. Are, you are right. No, I'm sorry. Stop it. <laughs> Shut up. I think that that is extremely unfair. Oh, Totally. Oh, no, really? You can sign up for the Fair okay. Podcast. Fair Podcast is over at the, uh, you know, Schnorfest or uh, government funded Oh, yes, that's area. right. We discussed that. No, listen, so <clears throat> it was not that. Oh. I would have told you if it was that. And I, I you know, I, it was just like being a normal person. Him, I, I think he was Again, like. Again, I'm still finding it's hard to believe. I think he was like, he just kind of thought, you know what, this is, this is, this person's like. Prepared to be okay about this, but is not obviously. It's not a great thing that's happened to her in her life right now. Mm. So also, you, also, mm-hmm. I was holding a baby. Again, I've got to get myself one of these things that get me discounts. <laughs> it doesn't get so, a discount. So it's where do just, I get one? So you know can does, I roll up to the Alfred you know and say, "Can I have do? a discount machine, please?" <laughs> <laughs> discount I only machine. Want the, but I only want during daylight hours. You know when they do those economic analyses of like how expensive it is to have a kid. They should definitely factor in yeah. the massive discounts that you constantly get. Oh, you're right. No, but what you do get, what I do put the baby down to was getting pushed up the queue. Like I definitely think they dealt with me there and then where they wouldn't have on the phone because I was holding a baby. Mm. No doubt. Were you making the baby bat its eyelids? Oh, my God. I don't know what version of 1945 you live in, but the batting of eyelids. The July to uh, <laughs> September era. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, um, in the calendar. Um, before. What I was going to say was, oh, yeah, before I, but, for, but, but the next thing that happened was yesterday when I was, this is totally, you, this is something you are going to, some, some, the other day you texted me mm. and said after I asked you, uh, can I please, uh, you, can you, how close are you to my house? I think I've locked myself out. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And you texted back, I'm this close or whatever. And I said, actually, false alarm, don't need to. And then you texted back something like, oh, I see. Have you realized you're a fully grown adult? Some comment about how I'm not a fully grown adult that stuck as right. those comments that I you make often do. Your eyelids. No. So, point being, you're going to say this about this following incident. Okay. I'm I was driving up. I was I'm driving listening. down this I was driving down the street. I was about to pull onto the Monash freeway. Did you have your arm stuck in a box of Pringles? No, I didn't. Tube? No, I didn't. <laughs> about to turn onto the freeway. Mm-hmm. But there's a set of lights. I stop at the lights. I've just I've just packed the car and got everything in and where I'm about to go, mm-hmm. like a couple of streets away. But I'm at the lights. Guy gets out of the car behind me, which already starts freaking me out. Why is there a guy behind me in a car getting out? He's heading right for my car. He reaches over to my car and I'm going, what is he doing? He slams his hand down on the car. I'm thinking, this is scary. What's happening? I was was looking around for the, like, put the, you know, lock all the doors button. And he comes up to my window and he's got my wallet in his hand. Yeah, I I saw that coming a mile away. He put, the fact that my wallet did not fall off. It's amazing in itself. It's astounding and yeah. astonishing and amazing and brilliant. Then I said, oh, you are my favourite person. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I was about to he call the said, cops on you. And then I batted my eyelids. You batted the and eyelids. And then he gave me the, um, 
Gave me the number. wallet. Right. No, phone number, no. Gave me the wallet, went back to his car. There was someone else in the car. I waved at her too to go, she thank goes, you. that mole bats her eyelids <laughs> at you one more time, Trevor. <laughs> no, I waved to her because I'm sure it was. Oh, she's waving. Not sure it was her. But, you oh, know, it could have been, been her Of course she spotted. would have noticed it, yes. Yeah. Trevor was just driving blindly like an idiot. Okay. Mere male. Oh, my God. How's the how's being the mainstream freaking centre of everything going for you? Pretty little good. A little bit defensive <laughs> much? Loving it. Anyway, <laughs> loving it. Anyway, the point is that um, waved at them and then took off. And I was about to go on the freeway. Like, mm. there is no way I would have found that wallet ever again. Yeah. No, there's no way because mm. I never because I was miles from my house. I, you know, like I would have thought, oh, maybe it's the place, but I never would have thought I'd left it on the roof of the car and I'd driven mm. off. Like there would have been shipping credit cards all over the road. Anyway, so I got in the car and I was like, damn it, I should have figured out how to write to them and go, thank you so much for the mm. because now I've got a thank you in arrears. Is that what in arrears means? I have no idea. <laughs> Stuart's decided. <laughs> Stuart's decided. I just thought you were offering me a certain type of thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get out of here now. Stupid. <laughs> oh, he's gone out on his own and he's done what's in your phone no, by that himself. That was the cello. <gasps> yeah. I am so excited that now when I don't do it, you do it. Well, I love the cello. It's bass heavy. You're being in cello. That's your way of getting out of the fact that you actually voluntarily. I'm a cello. I want so, to be your cello. Very nice drink, and I'm a cello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cello. It's not quite lemon, not quite vanilla. Pretty animal. Yes. Uh, what, what's in your phone, Stuart? Well, Lozzie, mm. uh, we all love uh, garbage. Okay? If we didn't love garbage, huh? you wouldn't be listening to this nor participating in it. Oh, I see. But, um, <laughs> it, there was a story that popped up across the weekend, How dare you. Uh, in yes. fact, yeah. about uh, the old guy Nelson Molina. Does anyone remember him? Mm. Of course you wouldn't. He's a native New Yorker. He's been a garbo over in New York uh, his whole life. Right. Anyway, he uh, he's, he, he, he you know it's much like the coppers over there. They have precincts or whatever they yeah. call them. Yeah, blah blah. You know, it's yeah. my precinct. Eh? Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Papa Giuseppe preaching there for Nelson Molina. <laughs> yes. But uh, anyway, he about 20 years ago decided uh, that rather than to dis- discard everything that, uh, you know, crossed his path, right. he would decide that uh, some of it may have oh, unreal. not so much value. What did he do? But he, he found some of it um, attractive. Yeah. Whether it was a, a painting or a statue, because... And, you know, it's the old story. It's, it's much like the uh, old uh, song, you know. Oh God, One man's the, no, something no, is another No, man's. no, no. The band who knew too much had the, uh, oh, the yeah. song about, it, you know, Hard Rubbish Night in yeah, Q yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's much the same in New York. The yeah. richer neighbourhoods. Um, chuck out. Chuck out better stuff. Yeah. And But he still made the decision. Anyway, over 20 years, he sort of – and other people from other – once they heard he was collecting, would – this is, stuff a, down. this is a great story. This is my favourite story. Right. Well, pop stuff down on the, on the thing and say, maybe you could use this. Or even the manager started saying, hey, maybe you'd like this. And it's all found stuff from the garbage. Um, and he, his whole thing is, I decide what goes up. I decide what's worthy. It, not, not in a, a sort of, you know, I'm a, a megalomaniac mental yeah, case. Yeah. <laughs> More just, uh, it's just what I started. And, you know, right, you yeah, don't, yeah. I don't I'm take any of it home. Because it, it's illegal. For if you if you pick oh. up rubbish in New York City, 
it's illegal for you to pick it up and take it home. And so, the, what's he done with it? Well, at their depot, he over twenty years he's created this uh, found up. object museum, oh of which God. he's created. Every, you know, he, he, he's found a space for stuff, and he thinks this might work, and blah blah blah. And so it's, uh, it, it, and now it's only becoming discovered by the wider population. Uh, I mean, everyone within the New York Sanitary Department knew about it. Yeah. And uh, here we go. So what I wanted to say for what's in my phone, Lauren Clark, yeah. because I'm such a, what, what do you call it, a New Yorker phone huh? is uh, <laughs> check it out. It, it, and, I mean, this particular article I'm reading off at the moment or re- referencing to is, it, uh, is off ibnlive.com. It says 30 years, but it's, it's actually, it's one of those things that catch fire. Um, right. And a lot so of them I've seen everywhere. have been 20 years. Right. But um, you can find it on Atlas Obscura, our friend, uh, good friend David Plotz, oh, yeah. Atlas. Uh, He's a fellow podcaster. Fellow podcaster. Mm. He's uh, written about it. It's it's all over the New York Times. Right. But it's a story that sort of it, it uh, went not viral. We don't say viral here. No, it we caught don't. fire. Because um, we, we're Australians. Um, have you noticed that new feature of Facebook where if you read an article underneath, it'll post a whole lot of other. Like it's called related Pretty much, or whatever, yeah, yeah, and, and it's so, all the same story from different sources. Yeah, yeah, or it's quite often you'll read it, and then underneath it'll be that story is a hoax <laughs> or something. Oh. Well, this and one's well and truly true. It's oh yeah, no, Lewis, no. I think it's Lewis Molina. I can't remember Nelson Molina. How? Lozzie, can you post the links because I'll it, post something, it's yeah. a fantastic story of just someone who slowly over time, yeah, built up a collection. Not, I mean, I think it's been. Roughly, valued, maybe at one hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, right. They, you know, it's not like he's found a, a Van Gogh no, no, or no, something no, in no, there. No, no, but, still. but it's just more a, a bit of a curio, oh, and it's all done in so the basement good. where they park the uh, trucks. It's it's genuine. That's what's good about it's it. That's what it is, and that's what I bring to you, Lauren Clark. It's my favorite thing. Rubbish. My favorite old thing that I used to look at online, and which I've got a book of somewhere around here, which I was just looking for, is Found Magazine, which I'll also put a link up to, which is mm. you can lose hours on. Have you ever done that? Uh, on Found Magazine, no. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, I'll post both of those links. Thanks for your interest, Jude. No, 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 no. I'm asking because um, <laughs> I was thinking about other magazines I do lose hours over. Um, okay. <laughs> Lozzie, it's great to be back. Can it you tell good. the new and old listeners how they can find us? And you know what? We never, ever, 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 ever take, take a off. week off. No, never. We, we, we take the public holidays. And yeah, we, we do. We make, we make no apologies no, for that. No, we do, we do. And we take the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Because uh, you uh, and I both uh, observe different religious uh, observances. <laughs> yes. That's what we observe, our observances. Do we? But um, <laughs> okay, I apologise for the week just gone. And that I'm, is I'm, quite all right. We all forgive I'm you. I'm going to cry. It's, it's been so exciting. It has been a bit this exciting. Monday morning has been the best It probably hasn't made a lot of sense because no. we've been a little bit excited. Like kids on day, well, first day back you know, at school. Well, 100,000 sandwiches. What, what do you mean? Well, that, you grew up in a Montessori school. 100,000 <laughs> sandwiches are pretty much like sugar sprinkled onto white bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, chocolate crackles, yeah. Uh, rice bubbles and kofa and cocoa. Yeah. And honey joys, uh, golden syrup and cornflakes. I get it. All of which I'm still speaking uh, a different language to. No, vaguely remember what those things are from other people's you parties. Don't. 
Stuart. How they find us? They find us on Facebook, we're stupidly big. Twitter, we're stupidly big. Online, we're stupidlybig.com. And uh, they can find us as Stupidly Big basically by searching uh, iTunes, giving us a review or a rating. We would uh, always enjoy your feedback there. And uh, they can find us at the uh, Snail Mail. P.O. Box 1436 Fitzroy North 306 out. My favourite place in the whole world. Is it? Apart from here. Right here with me now. Well, no, no, actually, me and my dogs, uh, Bernie and Tess, we just sit outside the PO box and wait for something (laughs) to arrive. All right, hey, Stu, speaking of arriving, will you arrive here tomorrow? I don't feel crook at all. There's no tingle. Good God. Thank goodness for that. See you then. Bye-bye.